Hey folks, it is Marcus Allen, Wednesday, October 21st, 2020 at 8.07 in the evening, along with Ty Allen, and this is our first episode of Ty's Truth Talks. Super excited about this. And as I teased in the headline, it says, this is who I am voting for president of the USA. So Ty, do you want to just get right into it? Let's go for it. So do you want to say who you're voting for? You want me to start? I'll let you talk first. Go ahead. We'll get you out of the way. <laughs> All right. So I'm not voting for anyone and I haven't voted for a president my entire life. How about you? Well, Kanye West. Oh, the yeah. un- <laughs> the birthday party. <laughs> yep. I'm going to write him in. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I did try registering to vote. Did you? earlier this year oh my but goodness. then i missed one of the steps i think i didn't fill it out the whole way so then i got it back and it said you needed to fill this in and then i just never did because that's when you pushed me to not oh it's all your fault no no that's not my fault that's a good thing so are you upset that you're not voting yeah i just wanted to experience it. it's not even for the right reasons but you just want to see what it was like oh yeah it's gonna be chaos so Okay. You have people on two opposite ends in right. one room, so it'll be interesting. Well, you see, that's the lie that we're told. We're told that they're... See, that's that's one of the reasons I don't vote. One of the many reasons I don't. See, they tell us there's only two sides, right? Well, yeah. How many sides are there, really? You have Democrat, Republican, and then who else? Independent. Do you know who's running for independent, independent president? I don't remember the name. Right. So what they do is they, they make it this person like... You don't even know who it is. So you really only have the left side of the bird, the right side of the bird, which is the same bird. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just said so. You did. We're going to (laughs) count how many times I say so. One strike. One strike. And you're you're not going to vote. I almost said so again. You're upset about it? Uh, I don't know. Again, it's... I'm just upset at myself because I just wanted to go just for the heck of it and to see it. Again, not for the right reasons, but plus there's such a push to vote. You know, if I feel like half of it is just to get the I voted sticker and just posting it is just to post about it. Right. Virtual signaling. Yes. Okay. So maybe I just want the sticker. I don't know. You know what I mean? Wow. Really? No, I'm kidding. But that's what that, I think a lot of people my age are doing it that do it for that reason. Yeah, and that's why I'm super excited about talking to you because I don't know what people your age are doing. So I just said it again. The I understand forty to ninety percent of people in the United States don't vote. Oh, I believe it. Wasn't it forty percent last the last round? I think that's the case all the time. Why do you think that number is so high? Because I guess enough people know it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> do, but do they? Or they just, they're just lazy. They don't care. I think it's a mixture. Like we've talked about this before. The smartest people are the ones who fall for the voting the most, which mm-hmm. is shocking to me. Like book smart? Yeah. Well, they push it. I mean, every college pushes voting. Every, I don't know, every celebrity pushes voting to register. Do you remember in high school them really pushing it hard? 
I wouldn't say my high school did. I mean, no, not necessarily mine, but every singer celebrity definitely did. So the culture, so. the culture industry. Yeah. And you soak that in so much that you're like, I wanted to see what this is all about. Like, what's so fascinating about this, right? I definitely wasn't fascinated the last round, but this time I am. Because of Trump? <laughs> Just because of this past, the past seven months. I I could care less about Trump. It means nothing to me. Trump. Because nothing will change since, well, since I ra- uh, you raised me. I feel like no matter who wins, it's already figured out and it doesn't matter. It's just like the, the, the little puppet. It's like the queen. Like the queen doesn't do anything, but she's still there. Right. Figure ma- figure person. Figurehead. Yeah, it's just someone to wait, you know, that waves to you and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Is this the time when I should play the Trump honors the Clintons from three years ago? Did you hear that one? I think I heard you play it earlier. Yeah. Here we go. Listen. You know, I, I'll tell you, there is something that I wanted to say, because I was very honored, very, very honored when I heard that President Bill Clinton and Secretary Hillary Clinton was coming today. And I think it's appropriate to say, and I'd like you to stand up. Now, I cut that. That was like two minutes of them ass kissing each other. I shrunk it down to like five seconds. Mm hmm. Listen to this. And honestly, there's nothing more I can say because I have a lot of respect for those two people. So thank you all for being here. And uh, we're going to have four great years, hopefully, of peace and prosperity. Uh, We'll be working very, very hard. Our cabinet's lined up and ready. And uh, we're all dealing together. We all want the same thing. We're all good people. Uh, Whether you're a Republican or Democrat, doesn't make any difference. We're going to get along. It, it, would that, now, would that shock all the Trump people out there hearing that? They'd make an excuse. Right. Everyone's got an excuse for everything. Right. And those excuses are given to them. They're talking points. And they just regurgitate them. Definitely. Right. I lost my notes. I have a bunch of notes. Let me pull them up. Mm, darn it. Here we go. I asked you before we recorded if, to fill in the blank, if you don't vote, you can't... Complain. Have you heard that before? Tonight? Oh, it's shoved down your throats everywhere. And where's the complaints department? As Alan Watt likes to say. Well, nowadays social media. Right. And what does that do when when you complain on there? I mean, it gets you nowhere. Mm-hmm. Just creates chaos. I think I've said chaos like five times already. Well, that's but. the world we're living in right now. Order out of chaos. The obelisk worshippers love that. <laughs> you ever hear me talk about if voting was truly real, it would be deemed? Illegal. That's right. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I mean, they wouldn't get to push their agendas if... Well, depends how brainwashed the people are, but... If people had their own thoughts, then it would be illegal 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But with the way people are right now, it would be legal. Because they have the they have yeah, their the government's minds. opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know about the the difference between the popular vote and the electoral college? I mean, I don't know it as well as most people probably do, but yeah. I mean, obviously popular vote doesn't necessarily equate to who wins. Um, again, I'm not educated on this. I hate speaking on subjects I don't know a lot about. So that's why I feel bad just ranting about this stuff. No, but people want to hear what people your age think. Yeah, but I think it's important to say that I'm not... I think it's important to say ahead of time, I'm not educated on this stuff. So... Well, we're going to give you a quick education. So do you know how many vote? I just said so again. You, do you know how many votes... Yeah, hey, that's my favorite word. Do you know it's, how many votes you need to win the Electoral College in the United States? No clue. Any guess? Oh, I'm not making a fool of myself on here. No. It's 538 votes. That's how many total votes there are. Mm-hmm. When you have more than 270 electoral votes, you win. Okay. Do you remember what happened with the, me talking about the year 2000 election with the Electoral College and the hanging chads? Are you old enough to remember that? No, I don't. I can't recall. Let me pull up a video on that. In five minutes, we'll explain it all. The U.S. presidential election of 2000 was one of the closest and most controversial elections in American history. Then, Vice President Al Gore ran against Texas Governor George W. Bush, the son of former President George H.W. Bush. Both were high-profile figures with opposing political views. The campaign season was tense. That tension all came to a head on election night, leading to one of the most unusual outcomes in history, a presidency secured by a Supreme Court ruling and Bush v. Gore. It was Tuesday, November 7th, 2000. The race was close all night. Americans were glued to their television sets. One minute Gore was in the lead. The next Bush was set to win. But soon, one fact became crystal clear. The election came down to whoever would win the most votes in the state of Florida. But why did Florida matter so much? In the U.S., presidential elections are not determined by the popular vote. Instead, we use a system called the Electoral College. Each state is designated a set amount of electoral votes, roughly based on their populations. In the year 2000, a highly populated state like California had 54 electoral votes, and the much less populated Delaware had three. The candidate who gets the most votes in each state gains all of the electoral votes. There are 538 electoral votes in all, and it takes at least 270 to win the presidency. But in 2000, neither candidate had enough electoral votes to clinch the presidency. Gore only had 255, Bush had 246. So it all came down to Florida's 25 electoral votes. Whoever won the state of Florida would take the presidency. But here's where things get tricky. When the polls finally closed in Florida, the results were just too close to call, which automatically triggered a recount by machine. When that was finished the day after the election, Bush had a small lead of about 900 popular votes out of 6 million ballots cast. Such a narrow margin allowed Gore to demand a recount by hand in four crucial counties. This meant that they count the votes in all those counties all over again. 
The Florida Secretary of State, a Republican who had also worked on Bush's campaign, insisted that this recount be completed by November 14th. The Gore campaign wanted more time, so they petitioned the Florida Supreme Court. The court extended the recount deadline to November 26th. But only two counties made it. One county gave up trying, and the fourth finished two hours late and was not allowed to hand in its tally. Still, with just two counties' recounts, Bush's lead had shrunk even further. It was now just about 500 votes. So the Florida Supreme Court granted the Gore campaign's request for a larger recount of 70,000 questionable ballots. But then the recount revealed a problem. Balloting methods. In some Florida counties, votes were cast using a hole punch. But if the hole wasn't punched properly, the machine wouldn't count it. In Palm Beach County alone, 29,000 ballots were found spoiled and discarded either because they weren't properly punched or because multiple candidates were voted for on the same ticket, presumably by mistake. Al Gore insisted that ignoring votes means ignoring democracy itself. It was now 19 days past Election Day, and a winner still had not been declared. At this point, the United States Supreme Court intervened and halted the recount. By a 5-4 vote, the U.S. Supreme Court ultimately ordered the recount be stopped, arguing that a recount of only some ballots violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment in the Constitution. But of course, given the variety of balloting systems, counting all votes by the same standard was impossible. Technically, the U.S. Supreme Court let Florida Supreme Court still have the final say. But there was little left for that court to do but dismiss the case. I think the punchline's coming right here. Gore conceded, and Bush was awarded the electoral votes and declared president. However, the Supreme Court's ruling did not appease Gore supporters. Many Americans saw the narrow majority vote in the Supreme Court as being split along partisan lines. Five justices favoring the Republican, four the Democrat. Critics would later claim bitterly that Al Gore lost the election by a margin of just one vote in the Supreme Court. Gore was the first presidential candidate in 112 years to lose the electoral vote, but win the popular vote, with a total of almost 550,000 more votes over Bush. It would be 16 years before this happened again in the 2016 presidential election of Donald Trump. Trump won the electoral vote but lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton by a margin of 2.9 million votes. In the end, Bush became president and served two terms. Gore continued his political life as an advocate for action against climate change. Meanwhile, Americans continued to debate the efficacy of the U.S. electoral system and voting procedures across each state. So what was the punchline there? Where do I even begin? It's obviously fraud. It's fraudulent. It's a bunch of crap. So the 2000 election was determined by how many people? Out of 300 and whatever million Americans there are, how many people decided the 2000 election? One. There was five Supreme Justices that were Republican, four that were Democrat, five overturns four. Mm. When we when they keep telling us that every vote counts, that's a lie. I mean, I get the message they're trying to push, but yeah, of course. Think about this. Let's say there were a hundred votes in the United States. There were just a hundred people who who can vote, mm-hmm. and they always tell you, "You're throwing away your vote." They say, "You you not voting? You're throwing away your vote." But you see that that's a slogan. That's 
illogical. You have 100 people voting. If one person votes, that means that one person represents 1% of the vote, right? One into 100. Mm -hmm. If I I come along and now there's 101 available votes and I do do not vote, your vote actually counts more, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because it's one out of 99, which is a little bit greater than 1%. I don't understand. I mean, obviously, there's an agenda for you to. They want everyone to vote, but I feel like if you don't vote, you don't vote, and if you vote, you vote. Right. No, I mean, it doesn't change anything. Right. If you don't vote, you're not part of it. So then, that's the question: What is what is the real agenda behind us voting? Well, that well, at least for my age now, if we go into World War Three, I can get sent away. Right. That's one of the disadvantages, unless you think it's a good thing. Well, that's a whole nother thing. But I mean, I don't want to get sent away. Nope. I'm not built for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that gets into the whole war hoax. We'll do, I'll do an entire show about that. I'm not saying that people don't die in wars. What I'm saying is there's a whole nother agenda behind wars. It has nothing to do with fighting for freedom. Not only does your vote not count, it actually has, I came up with three major disadvantages. Do you know what they are? Any of them? No, I don't. Okay, so, think so. You, registering to vote puts you into the jury duty pool. Yes. Yeah. The pay is horrible. <laughs> you ever hear how much they pay? No, I didn't know they paid. It's minimal. It's it's like fifteen dollars a day, I think. Plus, you get lunch, a crappy lunch. Yeah, I wonder how these anti-maskers get away with not having to wear a mask there, or how that works. Yeah. It's a good Interesting. Because yeah. I know they're still doing it. I think it's less people. Yeah. Plus, you're dealing with the law, which is utterly corrupt. That <laughs> whole system is corrupt. A, a, a big one for me. And by the way, back to jury duty. Jury duty can literally take out weeks to months of your life. Like, if you don't have a cool boss, like where you work, do, do they have a jury duty allotment type of thing? I mean, people have been going lately. Have they? Mm-hmm. And they've been cut. Say that again. They've been the the jury duty people have gotten paid by your employer. No, I don't know. I mean, I was just eavesdropping. I say out of it though because I'm not registered to vote the whole way. Mm-hmm. So I'd sound like an idiot if I spoke up. Right. So if you miss work, you're getting paid. Fi- you could be out weeks to months where you get paid fifteen dollars. Or whatever the jury pay is. Depends on the state, I think. The next one is you lose your privacy. And I found this out firsthand because I was looking at my brother. I was trying to find because I haven't spoken to him for so long. And I accidentally stumbled upon whether he was Democrat or Republican. I think mm-hmm. he's Democrat. And how much he's contributed. Did you know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> Whose business is that? And then finally, you're going to be on the receiving end of junk mail. Because when you donate... That's huge. People who donate, they they're they're going to hammer you because they know that you are you tend to donate. So there's really like, you know, the upside is you're patriotic, patriotic to this system we're in right now. I mean, it's real. This is why I think COVID's been great because a lot of people are waking up to the fact that we live in a very corrupt system. It, it's horrible. Yeah, but they think that Biden will change that though. Like they don't think everyone's corrupt. They either think one side's corrupt or the other side's corrupt. 
They don't piece the two together. Okay, so again, I'm not taking sides. Mm -hmm. But I have a question. This is a great question. Can you name and give me a list of Joe Biden's positive advances for America over the last 47 years he's been in politics? (laughs) Well, it depends what good is. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you think fracking is bad, he was going to ban fracking. But But now all of a sudden that people are giving him crap about it, he's not going to ban fracking. So he flip-flopped on that like a politician. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Along with a lot of other things. I got this question, by the way, on Godlike Productions, my favorite forum. Someone posted that question. Complete list... the teaser headline was complete list of Joe Biden's positive advances for America over his career of 47 years. And that's, it's like sarcastic. So then it was just a, it was a blank post. Mm. <laughs> and then people were trying to come up with, and they literally for six pages, I'll post in the companion notes, they couldn't come up with one single thing. Yeah, but couldn't you say Trump is a bad businessman and he's gone bankrupt before? And I mean, it's not yeah. just... I'm glad you brought that up to, to show that we're not partisan here. I went to Trump's, it's called the Trump Administration Accomplishments. And there's a ton. I'm going to go there right now. But here's the catch. This is right here on the whitehouse.gov website. It says whitehouse.gov forward slash Trump dash administration dash accomplishments. I think. Let me see. I have to expand. Yeah. Accomplishments. And then the headline says, Trump administration accomplishments. And then it says, as of 2018, September. So you see all these jobs created, right? Mm-hmm. And the wall being built and record number of regulations eliminated. And now with COVID, most of these things have been wiped out. Mm. And that's why it hasn't been updated since September of 2018. I believe it. Right. So what do you do? I just said so. (laughs) What do we do? While you're pondering that, I have one more video to to share with you. Let me pull it up here. I remember when I used to watch TV, and it's been a long time, where... Fox News brought on, I think, a Princeton professor, and he showed how you can hack a voting machine in seconds. This Hmm. isn't the same person, because I couldn't find it, but this is pretty darn close. Take a listen. John Warner's full-time job at Argonne National Laboratory is testing the security strength of the world's most sensitive areas. Oh, we do international nuclear safeguards. We break into real security systems. His part-time job is changing the course of fictitious elections on real electronic voting machines that more than a quarter of American voters use. These machines are modularly designed. So you have a touchscreen. That's a module. And when I press the touchscreen, that's going to send a signal to the CPU. Well, the CPU is going to respond back with something. And all I did is intercept that communication flow. If I like the vote, fine, let it go through. If I don't, I change it. Let me explain that. 
He literally took a $5 chip and replaced the chip. Anyone can go into a voting booth right now, break into it, take the chip out, put the chip in, and make it so every vote that comes through from that point on is not what the vote the voter intended. Warner manipulates voting information on the electronic machines using a small custom-made remote control device. If it sounds simple, that's because it is. We believe that a very resourceful 12 to 13 year old would be able to essentially produce these alien electronics that can hijack the machine. Roger Johnston heads up Argonne's vulnerability assessment team. I think uh, our view of the at least the voting machines that we've looked at um, is that there really isn't much security thought put into these devices. Johnston says security concerns are not isolated to the way the machines are made. Uh, often the warehouses where these machines are stored have fairly weak security, but almost universally the uh, machines are transported by third-party low-bid trucking companies where there's no background checks on these individuals. Often the machines arrive at a polling place and there's no one to sign for them or to take responsibility for their oversight. So there's quite a, often quite a period of time when these machines could be tampered with. Johnston's group tested two different electronic voting machines out of about 12 different models. Uh, we think that the type of attacks that we've demonstrated on these two machines would probably work on quite a number of other electronic voting machines. But we don't know that for sure. We simply haven't had the opportunity to try. The 2000 presidential election in the United States was decided by several hundred manually entered votes in the southern state of Florida. The recount of those votes and problems in how the ballots were marked fueled a drive to have more electronic voting machines for the next election. Johnson says now, the closer the outcome of an election, the greater the role of just one electronic voting machine. Well, in the 2008 senatorial race in Minnesota, Al Franken won by 312 votes. That's one voting machine. Uh, tampering just a little bit with one voting machine could potentially have swung that election the other way. Johnson says the problem is not isolated to the United States. The push for faster calculation of electronic results worldwide is driving up the demand for electronic voting machines. If those machines are not secure, Johnston says, it could cast doubt on the integrity of the election. Kane Fairbaugh, VOA News, Chicago, Illinois. Will cast doubt on the integrity of the election. Okay, let's turn that off. There we go. Thoughts? Well, I feel like there's got to be an easier way for people to vote. Like, you just go on an iPad, mm-hmm. and you just, I don't know, facial recognition. I mean, there's, it should not be complicated. It's so... It's a circus. Yeah, but then the other thing is, is like, they pretty much show you that it's not 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. But then my own personal beliefs, I feel like, Everything's already planned out ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like we know who will be president 30 years from now. Yep. So there's like, there's so many layers to it. So it's just funny to see what layer people are at. I know I've mentioned this a few times. Do you remember the name of the manufacturer of the voting machine? Who's the same manufacturer of the cash ATM machine? Do you remember the name? No. Remember Diebold? Yeah, I know that name. Yeah. And do you remember... How Diebold said that their voting machines weren't even 30%, I'm sorry, weren't even 70% accurate. Yet before COVID, when I would take out $510 each week to pay cash for all the food that we buy and all that kind of stuff every week without missing a beat, I wouldn't even have to cash, count the cash 
because the Diebold cash machine was 100% accurate on the cash. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does that tell you? I don't know. It's so obvious. But pe- I mean, but people that do vote, they know it's fraudulent. So that's why. Do they? You think? I mean, they po- I mean, it's posted about everywhere. And it's like, that's why you got to make sure you, you know, do a mail-in ballot and make sure you have the right stamps on it. And mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. So let's talk about predictions of what's good, what you think is going to happen. How many days out are we? We've got today's Wednesday, October 21st. How many days in October? I don't remember that. 31? Yeah, yep, 31. Halloween. Okay, so we got 10 plus 3. We're 13 days away. What do you think is going to happen? Be- oh, before you answer that. I remember over the last couple of months, you would come to me and you were like, can you believe this? Oh, my God. Can you believe that? I said, Ty, this happens every season. They're going to make it look like Trump's winning. Then it's going to be Biden winning. Then it's going to be neck and neck. Then there's going to be the October surprise. They do this every time. So with that said, what do you think is going to happen in the next 13 days? All right. I really think they're going to make – they – are going to make Biden win. The not-so-elite. I think it's been planned out that Biden's going to win. I agree 100%. Um, he'll probably die. Okay. Oh, now you're Kamala going... Harris will <laughs> be president. Uh-huh. And then... I don't know. I feel like we'll be in Hitler-Nazi world here shortly. Are, are More we... than we already are. I was going to say, aren't we kind of in that? Oh, no, I can already feel... Stricter lockdown. I mean, they. I mean, they're already telling you what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Stricter lockdowns. I think, you know, as soon as he steps in, the nationwide mask mandate. Every, you know, like every say has to be on the same page. Because that's his. That's his platform, right? Well, yeah, it's in every advertisement he, of his. His is saying that we're gonna we're gonna do it right. Yeah, and uh, we'll listen to the scientists, and we'll. Yeah. Oh, it's sick. But it's just hard knowing that it doesn't matter who it is. It's all going to be the same, if that makes well, sense. That's right. But because, you know, we I know people that have the same views as me, but they think it'll be over as soon as they'll think they think it'll be over COVID. November 5th. COVID. Yeah, they think it'll be over, you know, and they're all Republican. But. They're just, I feel like they're brainwashed too. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's just my opinion. So it's hard to find people to relate to that think the entire system is corrupt and fake. Yeah. I mean, I barely know anyone. Do we talk about QAnon right now or is that for another show? Oh, save that. But you know that's tied into the whole Trump thing, right? Yeah. Okay. It, it does. I, I don't even care about that stuff. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah a rabbit hole it is but people make a big deal about it Mm -hmm. which i get i'm not mad at anybody i just feel bad for them and who is them (laughs) the sheeple oh do you know where i got that word from me oh yeah shocker (laughs) (laughs) so you okay so let's go down that road (laughs) Are you just saying that because I'm here, or you really believe that? No, I do believe that, but 
I don't know, just be interesting for people that have listened to you for a long time, just to see how much you've brainwashed me, I guess. Probably in a good way, but still. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have gone totally opposite and have complete different views than you, but I ended up having the same views as you. Right. So my propaganda is working. Yeah, I'd say, especially this year. Yeah. Now, this year was the I told you so year. Yeah. Before there was never any proof. Now it's in your face all day long. I would dispute that a little bit. but Well, well of course there was proof, but now it's... It's in your face. Your whole life. Right, right. They've really taken away your life. They have. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so obvious, but yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there, you know, life isn't fair. <laughs> that is for sure. No, it's not. I always think a little house on the prairie sort of sounds nice right now. Where you just have your own land and you do what you want. Yeah. Never would have said that before. But whenever I see that pop on TV, my grandfather's house, I'm like, oh, that doesn't look, t- that looks pretty nice right now. Oh, they're playing reruns of that? Yeah, they always do. Oh, I wonder if that's a, like a little psychological operation. Please. It's like on PBS, so probably. Uh-huh. Let me tell you what I think is going to happen in the next 13 days. Oh, yes. Yeah, so let me ask. What, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up a Twitter post, and I've shown this to you, from John Stossel. Does everyone remember? Well, you have an, a younger audience. No one's going to remember this guy. But John Stossel was an investigative reporter for ABC News maybe 15, 20 years ago. Apparently, something happened, and he's flipped. And now he's anti-media. And all these people who worked for the media should be anti-media, but he's had the guts to do it. And as far as I know, he has absolutely no political side that he takes. I've looked into it. So I don't know if he's a Republican or a Democrat. But he has, let me see, on his Twitter, he he has a million followers. That's a lot on Twitter. And here's the question he asked on Twitter exactly four days ago. Election day is in 17 days. By the way, that's Q. Q is the 17th number in the alphabet. Election day is in 17 days. Betters, betters, people who bet, say Biden is likely to win. Who will you vote for and why? Now, that's interesting because that is not a scientific poll question to ask. He's leading the witness there. He said betters are saying Biden's going to win. What he should have said is, who do you think is going to win? Biden, Trump, or Jorgensen? Now, Jorgensen was the person I asked you at the very beginning, who's, who's the third-party person. So the choices were Biden, Trump, Jorgensen, and not voting. What's interesting is almost 4% of the people are not voting. By the way, the poll ended. 251,000 people voted. And I trust this poll out of any other poll out there. Because it's regular people on Twitter. I don't know if more Democrats are on Twitter or Republicans. Maybe there are, maybe they're not. But when I tell you how many people voted for Biden and how many voted for Trump and Jorgensen, I know, I I can safely say I know who's going to win the election. And it's not going to be Trump. Trump got 87.5% of the vote. Biden got 5.3%. So, 
on TV, I said so. On TV, I think I've done five today. On TV, not bad for 44 minutes. On TV, because I don't watch TV, but I hear that all they do is say, has there ever been a day that Trump has been winning the polls? Do you know? Not since summer. I don't think. He was winning in the summer? I think they were neck and neck. Yeah. But this whole fall has been Biden, Biden, Biden. Right. He's winning by leaps and bounds. Don't even bother going to the polls. He's going to win it all. Yeah, there's been a lot of that this week. Has there? A lot of that. And then people are like, oh, don't trust that. You need to still vote. Oh, they're saying that. I was kind of kidding because they say that every election. Oh, no. It's been intense the past few days, actually. They pull the same formula out each, each time. I know. I can't wait for this to be over. Right. I'm tired of seeing it. By the way, that's another downside I didn't talk about. How many hours do you think the average American who's into politics, how many hours do they waste on politics in in this voting season? Oh, man. Hundreds? Thousands? Definitely. I mean, even I'm guilty of that, and I'm stuck in the middle. So hundreds? Yeah. Hundreds of hours you could have done something more productive, could have saved the world, could have helped other people. Yeah, but if you believe this stuff that your voice matters then I probably would be studying and I probably would be. I mean, I am into it, but I'm not voting. So I don't know. I'm taking action in different ways, I guess, by talking to you right now. That's right. But that doesn't count, apparently. Oh, no. Voting does. Oh, I see. Yeah. Standing outside the governor's house with a gun, probably. I like that. Oh, I know you do. I don't know. People think there's only one way... To to uh, to speak, I guess is with your vote. Yeah, and that's exactly why they give it to us, and that's exactly why it's legal. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way. So what's going to happen? I almost said so. What's going to happen is so many people are. I mean, you've seen all the videos I've shown you. That how many people show up at a Biden rally? Like none. Oh, we've explained this so many times, though. Okay. They don't want to go because they're oh, scared Okay, to be around people. <laughs> but Trump people are completely opposite. They are. I mean, Trump has denied COVID so many times. So I feel like, of course, his people are going to gather. And then once they said Trump has COVID, I don't know what these people think now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's just they really, they really set setback. them up. So I think this whole thing about Biden people not showing up because of COVID is, is not true. I think it's a PSYOP. And what they're going to do is they know they purposely made it so that Trump is this awesome guy to everyone, including Democrats. And they're going to purposely have Biden win, even though 87.5% of the people want Trump, according to John Stossel's little tweet poll. And people are going to be flipping crazy, Matt. Actually, thinking back to what you said about they're too, you know, I said they're too scared to go to Biden's rallies. Actually, I take that back because they've been going to all these protests all year. Right. I mean, they're all masked up, but right. they're not six feet apart. So I take that back. Yeah. No one wants them. They're just settling for them. Right. That's the phrase. Settle for Biden. What's what's the something blue? Vote blue no matter who. 
I mean, I can't believe it's come down to that. Like, if this, if I thought this stuff was real, yeah. like I'd be so depressed. Yeah, it's evil. You don't know about John F. Kennedy. What about him? Like, if I was into politics, I would love that guy. He said all these things about secret societies, and I feel like he's. I feel like a lot of people genuinely liked him, though. Right. And now you every year it's just cl- it's a clown show. It's a circus. It gets worse and worse. The choices get worse and worse. Yeah, and it's all and they all and then people also say like you know, you're privileged if you think politics don't matter now. You're privileged if you don't think politics matters. You're it, How do I explain this? Like if you're not worried about what happens on November 4th, that means you're privileged. Like white privilege? Yeah, pretty much. I don't get it, but okay. Basically, I, because Trump's trying to take people's rights away, I guess, and stuff like that. Is he? Well, yeah, if you're black, I guess, or if you're from another, you know, if you're an illegal immigrant, uh, stuff like I that. I see. So. doesn't matter who wins. I, I just, whoever wins, I just know we're getting screwed, and I... I am mercurial. I weave my way around the nonsense and live a great life. Doesn't matter who goes in. Yeah, I feel like we're pretty, considering what has happened this year, I feel like we're pretty stable people. My family? Our family? Yeah. I mean... I'm not used to having the we in the room. I say my family. It's it's our family. (laughs) Right. Things are... Pretty stable. Business is terrible. Terrible. And will get worse. By the way, let's look that up. When when was the last time Americans got a stimulus? Do you remember what month? Oh, was it... Was it June? May. Right? So today was the deadline. Mm -hmm. Your favorite Sunday woman. Who's that? Good old Nancy. Nancy Pelosi said something like, just to continue the dog and pony show, we're giving the Republicans till today to come up with a stimulus plan that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm on right now. Three hours ago, Trump says in a tweet, just don't see any way Nancy Pelosi and crying. <laughs> He's so funny. We need to talk about the entertainment business, too, and politics. We'll get to that in a second. And crying Chuck Schumer will be willing to do what is right for our great American workers or our wonderful USA itself on stimulus. Their primary focus is bailing out poorly run and high crime Democrat cities and states. So I see no headlines here saying that they've reached an agreement. When you look at the scenarios, there's all, all these YouTubers. They're smart. They're doing this clickbaity type of headline saying, here's... Here's what's new with the stimulus plan, and it's the same old song and dance. They've been doing that since May. If you look at some of the websites, it shows what the best case scenarios are. If they pass something today, guess when the first payments will go out? (laughs) December. November 16th, I think. Wow. So not in time for the election. So you have people who have been forced out of a job. There hasn't, I don't think there's been employment since July 31st. Yeah, you're right. Wow. 
This is a planned takedown of the worldwide economy. By the way, you remember how everyone says, oh, things will get better once the elections are done? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, no, I doubt you're, it. Yeah. You're not being honest because you've always said that. I'm not. What do you mean? We will see. I have so many people. I'll be, I just can't. I mean, I hope they're right, but they're not going to be right. It makes no sense because this is a worldwide takedown. The fourth global uh, industrial revolution, Agenda 20, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, Agenda 2057 for Africa. This is a long-term plan we're going into. And that's why I'm saying Biden's going to win. This is this is just a fun prediction. If I'm wrong, who knows what happens? Biden wins. It, there's complete outrage. People go crazy. They will come up with something that delays this and delays this, kind of like the hanging chads of 2000. That's why I brought up that video. Mm-hmm. And the goal, for the next date where the really big – Lockdowns come in is in the summer of next year. So I think they're going to drag this out to the summer of next year. They might throw one stimulus out just to, to, to keep everyone semi not chaotic. And then the big push towards the fourth industrial revolution comes next summer. That's what this is all about. I agree with you, except Biden claims he'll give out monthly stimulus checks. Okay. So. Well, then you should vote for Biden. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm thrilled. Can't you tell? (laughs) I love it. We have the two worst people on this planet. Like, we couldn't have picked, like, we picked the worst people in the world to run. Ready to die. Like, they're crippled. Like, they all, everyone. They all are. They're all old. Yeah. Everyone on the house. Everyone, I mean... Wow, that's who's running. That's in, that's who's in charge of our future. There's a guy. His name is uh, Russo. Not is it Vince Russo? I think it's Vince Russo. I don't know if you were old enough to remember me talking about Vince Russo. That name sounds familiar. Let me pull up his Wikipedia. Vincent James Russo is the American author, podcaster, professional wrestling booker, writer, and pundit. He's notable for his tenors with the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, the World Championship Wrestling, blah, 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 blah. Let me get to the point where he was at CNN. Uh, It's not in here. The punchline is that he wrote the scripts to the Worldwide Wrestling. We all know it's fake now. Vince McMahon, the owner of the world, the WWE, admits it's entertainment now. The same guy who wrote the scripts for WWE also worked for the political division of CNN. Donald Trump is an entertainer actor. Al Franken, actor, comedian. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The list goes on and on and on. Why is everyone in politics from the culture creation industry? Mm, That's a shocker. Put that in the notes here. Okay, let's wrap this up. We're coming up on an hour. Yeah, I feel bad for everyone listening. I feel like it's just sort of dragging. No, I think it's good. I think it was really good. Not bad for your first full episode. 
Yeah, I just wish I could be more descriptive and detailed, but I'm still trying to get used to this. Hearing myself in these headphones, that's, uh, I feel like I can't think, think straight with it on. Yeah, you'll, but, get, you'll get used to it. Yeah. Any more thoughts on not voting? By the way, I am not, and I hope Ty is not, that we're not looking to convince you to do what we're doing. We're just telling you, or I'm speaking for me, I'm just telling you as always do. I never give advice anymore because it's arrogant. This is what I do. When people say, you are un-American, you're unpatriotic for not, for not voting, go pound sand. Go take my vote and shove it. It doesn't mean anything. That's the way I look. That's my observation. Why don't we have someone that we could semi look up to and respect to run the show? It's because it never was meant to be that way. We're, we're, the United States is a grand experiment. And we are living in this experiment, both with COVID and these presidential circuses. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree. That's where we're going to leave it? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, Otherwise, it's just going to be silence because I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's kind of sad. It is. I don't want to think too much about it. So that's. Uh, I don't want to go too far into this, but that's why sometimes I'm like, was it? Is it good that I grew up with you Yeah. and knowing all of this stuff? Or being in the dark. Yeah, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah, that would be a good topic. Yeah, let's leave it there. Okay. Tomorrow night, you don't know about this. I stumbled upon a guy from Georgetown University, a professor. And I think I now know the real reason for COVID. It has to do with Georgetown University, COVID. And the real reason we're being tested and I've got my panel of people that I speak to every Thursday night. We're going to record that tomorrow. So go back to the Marcus Allen Show. Look that up either on your favorite podcast search or go to Escape the New Normal. That's where you can see all my shows. And now you can see all of Tyler's broadcast that he does. And make sure you sign up for that. It's free to sign up. And make sure if everything goes without a hitch tomorrow. Look for the October 22nd, 2020 podcast. The real reason that we're going through this COVID nonsense and the testing. I think it's going to blow your mind. With that said, have a great night. Enjoy life. Oh, I missed it. What, you missed what? Yeah, it was your cue to say something. Say bye. Oh, I, th- I thought you were. I thought there was a fill in the blank. There's no fill in the blank. All right. I'm out of here. See ya. Bye.